Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Knows About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. It's Wednesday, March 17th, and let's talk about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Fight, and today we're going to talk about something that is, uh, uh, this is this was a huge discovery uh, just the other day, um, very big deal in terms of science, in terms of history, and specifically in terms of religion, especially if you are um, of the Jewish faith or if you even follow Christianity. This is a really big deal, this, this entire discovery. So uh, scientists on Tuesday uh, announced that they discovered um, a whole slew of Dead Sea Scrolls um, that they have now found, and they're, they're starting to go through and translate. It's actually really cool because most of the uh, scrolls have been, you know, ravaged by time and, you know, they're blackened and you can't really see anything. They use this really cool infrared light, which actually shines and shows where the ink was. And they basically are able to create a digital image for them to go through and uh, learn what the original text is on this. So this is a really big deal. Just to go back, we're going to go back a little bit and talk about the history of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Now I am quoting this directly from Wikipedia, um, just as a heads up, so don't copyright sue me. Anyway, so the Dead Sea Scrolls, also called the Qumran Caves Scrolls, are ancient Jewish and Hebrew religious manuscripts that were found in the Qumran Caves in the Judean Desert near Ein Feshka on the northern shore of the Dead Sea in the West Bank. Scholarly consensus dates these scrolls from the last three centuries BCE and the first century CE. So this is uh, 123 uh, uh, BC and 100, 200 AD, or 0 and 100 AD. Uh, the have great historical, religious, and linguistic significance because they, they include the second oldest known surviving manuscripts of works later included in the Hebrew Bible canon, along with the deuterocanonical and extra-biblical manuscripts, which preserve evidence of the diversity of religion, uh, of religious thought in the late Second Temple Judaism. Almost all of the Dead Sea Scrolls are held by the State of Israel in the shrine of the book on the grounds of the Israel Museum, but ownership of the scrolls is disputed by Jordan and Palestine. Now, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls were actually discovered in a series of 12 caves around the site originally known as the Ein Feshka Caves, as we mentioned earlier, near the Dead Sea in the West Bank, uh, then part of Jordan, uh, between 1946 and 1956 um, by Bedouin uh, shepherds and a team of archaeologists. The practice of storing worn-out sacred manuscripts in earthenware vessels buried in the earth or within caves is related to the ancient Jewish cu- custom of Ganaza. Uh, I'm probably completely uh, an 
annihilating that. And I'm sure uh, my Jewish father is probably very upset. Anyways, so this is a really big deal because, uh, you know, it's it's been 70 years since the last time we discovered uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. And these ones lay out a few things. Now, there's nothing really, you know, earth shattering uh, in this uh, so far of what they've uh, translated. Um, but it is part of a really crazy thing. Uh, they they actually said that these these brand new 80 pieces that have been found were actually part of this thing called the Cave of Horror. Right. Right. But the Cave of Horror basically was a cave that was found that had roughly 40 human skeletons inside of it during the 60s. Um, it, you know, it is a horror because there's a bunch of skeletons in it, and that is scary. Although it kind of reminds me of Jason and the Argonauts, and I expect them to get up and, like, fight to protect the scrolls. That would be really cool. Um, but it basically, it's, rem it's uh, it was located in this remote canyon um, just south of Jerusalem. So the artifacts were found during an operation in Israel, um, and, and you know, the, the these were thought to have basically been part of the larger Dead Sea Scrolls, where basically somebody took them uh, during the early 1900s and ran off with them and was like, hey, listen, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, this is uh, this is a revolt, like something crazy is happening. I'm sorry, I meant like 1900 uh, AD, like 1900 years ago. Um, and so, you know, they they ran off with them and they were basically hiding them during, uh, during a Jewish revolt um, and hiding them away from people that were coming to basically either destroy them to erase uh, the religion or basically to take them. Now, in the 60s, this was a really big deal and, and the rush to find all of the Dead Sea Scrolls as well as all the other things inside of these uh, camps caves is very important because they are constantly pillaged and people are taking the artifacts and the things found and um, using them to, you know, to sell on the black market. So the faster that archaeologists and researchers can um, can find these sort of uh, artifacts, you know, find them, translate them, and then, you know, give them back to, to the people of Jerusalem is the most important thing because they want to make sure to find the history before it ends up going on the black market and, you know, sitting in some evil white guy's, you know, uh, bathroom or something. So there were a few things to this, like there's slight variations in the Greek and the Hebrew original compared to the uh, Septuagint, which is a translation of Hebrew Bible to Greek made in Egypt in the third and second uh, centuries BC. Um, so there is a few things, like one of the things that's part of these scrolls that were found not in this specific one but also earlier is that it laid out the history of a calendar and showed that um, during this time there was actually uh, um, a 364 day year where everything was set up exactly symmetrical unlike where we have now where it's like the 30 days 31 and then February is just like yeah screw you guys I'll do what I want um, so it's it was a very interesting thing and they also noted that in these texts there was found that there was a festival that happened at the start of every single new season so that was part of the, the symmetry of the calendar that that was designed, which is very interesting because if you think obviously before zero, people were uh, going off of of a ten month lunar calendar, and that was that was very standard until much later when people started switching things over to uh, the calendar that we know now, um, which is the Gregorian calendar, which is you know how we see the the twelve months you know, laid out and things like that. So this was very interesting to see how they were basically keeping track of a year. Um, you know, this is, uh, uh, so that was, this was also a really good shift. Now, one of the other things that uh, they found about this, which was pretty interesting, is that on top of the regular notes, there's actually like notes in the margin. So their assumption is, is that somebody was writing, you know, maybe a student or someone was writing this information and then somebody was going in on the notes and being like, 
you know, correcting and, and adjusting the text based on this. Um, so this is, this is really interesting, um, that this find now, hopefully we learn a lot more information about, uh, what exactly, uh, um, you know, is in these texts and what they have, uh, in, in large as to, you know, what, what this means in terms of, of Jewish history or just a history of the time. Now, these are one of the very few written texts that we can find that hasn't been destroyed either due to time or due to pillaging or wars or, or, you know, what have you, or religious persecution. And a lot of this is going to lead to understanding the history of this time, all this time. And again, we're talking BC before the birth of Christ. This is, you know, uh, uh, this is the, the Jewish religion well before Christianity was a thing, but it was one of the first, um, you know, major monotheistic religions, uh, of the time. This was a really big deal. You know, at the time we still had, you know, the Greeks and the Romans, uh, running around with, with their mythos, uh, of, of multiple gods, you know, of, uh, um, I can't even think of the word right now, but it's multiple, uh, multiple gods. So, uh, so, you know, now we have, I guess, multi-theistic, I don't know, maybe that's a word. Um, whereas these were monotheistic, you know, one specific God. So this, these texts do shed light on a lot of things and a lot of history that we're learning about, uh, of this time of, um, you know, ancient Hebrew and of that ancient time. Very, very insane, wonderful news. This is, this is crazy. So definitely a story we're going to be following up on, um, you know, ourselves, whether I, I put it out on the podcast or the YouTube channel or not. Uh, this is some, this is very interesting. History is very interesting and I love to read about it. But anyways, thank you very much for watching everyone. If you like this content, go ahead and hit like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. So when new episodes drop on YouTube, you are notified. I have brand new episodes on Monday and Wednesday with a weekly news roundup on Fridays. Uh, and those uh, for those of you listening over on the podcast world, don't forget to hit follow or subscribe. And of course, if you're willing, leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. It is very, very helpful, and I greatly appreciate it. Of course, you can just share this uh, episode with a friend and hope they do the same, and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so forth. But anyway, thanks for joining me for this latest episode. We will see you on Friday.